0: Welcome to another edition of Food, Faith, and Feelings, where we walk with you on your journey to wholeness. Our host is Dr. Jeannie Burnett, licensed clinical psychologist and certified eating disorder therapist. Join her and her host, Carlos Houston, as they discuss the relationship between your food, your faith, and your feelings.
1: Woo! Welcome back. Hey, this is... Dr. Jeannie Burnett, licensed clinical psychologist and certified eating disorder specialist. And I am super, super, super excited because I got my boy back. I got my boo back. Carlos Houston. What up, (laughs) doe? That is a private joke. So anyway, we are back. Um... We have had an interesting 45 minutes in the studio. All right. <laughs> you guys miss out on so much fun.
0: <laughs> Not necessarily productive, however, very interesting.
1: It was fun. It, it brought me out of my little funk. I was tired and exhausted and my body hurts. And so, you know, working out is, can be tr- difficult. Lactic acid. So today, what we are going to talk about. Is Back to school. It's August. We're going to do some back to school issues. We're going to talk about children and bullying and depression and anxiety and eating disorders this month. So right now we want to talk about bullying, what it looks like based on your particular child. What are some of the symptoms and signs? What can you do about it and how to best and most effectively help them?
0: Right. There are some things that, that are general, meaning they they kind of look the same regardless of where your child is, who your child is. But then there are some things that are definitely individualized and more specific, which are solely based on your child's temperament and what they're experiencing, how they experience different <laughs> things that, that, that they're going through. So I think it, it's uh, one. And if you ask any parent, do you know your child?
1: Oh, yes, of course I do. However, (laughs) of course I do. We actually, you know, we had uh, a a mom in here who lost her son um, because due to suicide. And so the child, she said, you know, I, I knew my both parents actually said we knew our child. He was happy. He was okay. And then I walk in to his room and he's he's gone. And so, you know, there's so much going on, like we've talked about before, in a child's life. Right. We've got social media. um,
0: First of all, just growing up, regardless of all the the external factors of of our culture and and media, just being a child. I don't care if you grew up in 1920 or 1990 or 2017. It's growing up, period, can be difficult. But now you add all the other elements. Right. Like social media. You know,
1: it is. I'm 48 years old and it like. Over the last 30, 40 years, life has changed so much. I I do feel uh, I I have compassion for children today because they are going through so much more at earlier ages. And we have to remember their brain is not it, it doesn't it doesn't advance with the times. So they're having to deal with more stuff than what we ever had to as parents and like as children. And so, um, you know, parents today, please, please, number one, have compassion that this is a different era. It's a different time. And there are, your kids are going through just different pressures.
0: The things that, that a lot of us faced or experienced, and, and we all also have different experiences growing up, but most of us, our experiences were localized and and they were contained they were in a small area whereas now kids experience things and someone in Japan could be watching it it's on social media it's, it's oh gosh, it, I know. it it can it can be blasted out or so somebody
1: not, in Japan it, could kill themselves and your kids are watching it here
0: it, exactly it, it's it's uh, really the internet which is not a bad <laughs> thing but it's made the world a very small place and now your experiences those those Ebbs and flows that we all experience in life are now being broadcast. Everything.
1: Well, let's let's talk about a little bit of um some of the signs. I've gone to stopbullying.gov. So this is our government's website. And signs a child is being bullied. Uh, they come home, they have unexplained injuries. Maybe they're getting frogs at school or uh, hair is missing or something. Uh, lost or destroyed clothing books electronics jewelry frequent headaches or stomach aches feeling sick or faking illness they don't want to go to school right
0: when and especially if you have a child that at one point in time let's see the the year before they loved school they love their friends they love that interaction and now all of a sudden they don't want to go to school they're like you said every every morning my stomach hurts Uh, every every there's always something going on uh you start seeing, I think a big thing is, you start seeing a decrease in their their overall mood.
1: Uh, Yeah, an energy level. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I I think that whenever someone is facing a difficult situation, I mean, you know it. Like if you've had a a fight with your spouse and you, you, you didn't end the fight, you didn't reconcile, and so you've gone to work, and now you come home and as that garage door is going up, so is the anxiety in your stomach. Right. <laughs> and You're like, oh, how's this going to go? I don't know. if I, I don't even want to walk in that door. And so that's exactly how children are experiencing getting up and, and brushing their teeth. And, you know, if I have to get up and I have to go to school, I mean, their job is to learn. But if they have this emotional, other emotional stuff going on, because let's just remember I want to go back to a basic fact God made us relational. Everything important to us is based on a relationship. What you think about yourself at work, at home, at school, wherever you go, is based on a relationship. Am I accepted? Am I rejected? Do I feel competent? What's going on? Same thing with your children. God has that instilled in us. That's basic.
0: Competent and secure. I think security is super important. Our, that's part of being accepted. What is what is my support systems around me, whether it's at home, support systems, or even at school, what support systems? My, my friends, who do I consider friend? What, why do I consider them friend? What does that relationship look like?
1: Right. Yeah. And I, well, one of the things I teach at my office is, um, love. I think two things drive every human being. One is the desire to be loved and the other is the desire to be safe. So if you knew that you were a hundred percent loved and a hundred percent safe, think about that. That's like heaven on earth.
0: So you can thrive in that
1: environment. Absolutely. You can grow, you can excel, you can learn, you can engage Right. So think about that with your children. And if they are that's good,
0: because if either one of those is, is lacking, if, if you don't feel safe, that's going to affect that's gonna, everything around you. And if you don't feel love, it's hard to receive information from someone. If you do not feel that person is speaking to you in a way of love.
1: Well, and if you if your child is being bullied, whether it's emotional or physical, well, if it's physical, it's emotional as well, right? right. They're going to be being teased. And I think a lot of the times that the emotional attacks that come along with bullying are far worse than the physical. Right. Long-lasting,
0: much longer-lasting. Oh. You know, you uh, even a, a broken arm, as, as horrible as a broken arm may be, a broken arm will heal. Right. But the, the trauma from that experience can carry on for the rest of your life if it's not dealt with properly.
1: Yeah. In fact, you know, you and I know people, clients, that – have been told that they were fat you know girls around seven and eight years old they develop the capability of of comparison and so when they begin to compare themselves or other people compare them to someone else or to themselves you know whatever that's when there's this shift in their brain because they can they, they start to see the world in a, in a more abstract manner. and so those those statements, statements at seven and eight and nine years old can last forever.
0: And the, the, I think the saddest part of that is when they lose that carefreeness. You know that, that's, that is, in my opinion, the beauty of youth when you are care free. When you don't have to worry about what. What does that say about
1: you and I in here? Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Carlos and I feel loved I and safe with each carefree other. <laughs> <again. No. laughs> I want to okay. be carefree. Let me read some of these other things and then we're going to go to commercial. And when we come back, let's talk about what parents can do. Sounds great. Okay. Uh, difficulty sleeping, frequent nightmares, declining grades. Loss of interest in school, going to school, sudden loss of friends or avoidance of social activities. So if they were, you know, going to be on the basketball team or the soccer team and then they were like, they're stupid. I don't like it. Um, That's that's your child's way of saying I got some issues here. Um, Decreased self-esteem, helplessness, destructive behaviors, um, thoughts of suicide, writing, um, just like, I think overall, like what you were saying, Carlos, just a feeling uh, this overall sense of something is weighing on them and there's this darkness about them. So
0: I think and a large part of that is all of those those behaviors or attributes are signs. However, I think it's even more important to watch that when it's a total opposite of what you saw six months ago or. Where they were. In, in, During the
1: summer. I right. mean, we're going back. We we're you know, everyone's like excited when kids get out of school. Woohoo, it's the summer. And now they're like, Woohoo, go back to school. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> and so As my daughters you, are like, I'm ready to go back. Like, I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> my youngest said, I'm ready to go back. And she's she's bored of being home all day. Yeah. So all when right. when they lose that, that's 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 a big question mark.
1: Right. Let's okay. pay the bills. Okay. Yes. Uh thank you. To our sponsors, we would like to listen to me talk about them, and we will catch you guys in a second. Hard exercise works. They believe in really hard exercise in the relentless pursuit of excellence. Results are earned, not given. Group training can be personal and fun. I personally love hard exercise works. It has helped me to get back into shape. I don't focus on my food. I focus on the workout and I feel stronger and I feel healthier and happier. And that's what it's about. Hard exercise works in John's Creek. Are you looking to buy, sell, or invest in a home? Call my friend of 10 years, Francina Maloney. She can help you with all of your real estate needs. Her goal is to have you as a client for life. She will listen to you and find exactly what you are looking for. And as always, 10% of her gross commission goes to the Mana Fund. Thank you so much, Francina. You can call Francina at 770-861-3821. That's 770-861. So, could your nonprofit use $10,000 per month in free Google advertising? Since 2003, Google has donated free advertising to over 20,000 nonprofits in over 50 countries throughout the world. They've helped them raise millions of dollars in cash donations, recruiting in volunteer work, and in raising awareness for their causes. Visit epicgrowth.com, that's E-P-I-C-growth.com, to see if your nonprofit organization is eligible for this $10,000 in free advertising today.
0: Welcome back to Food, Faith, and Feelings. Uh, we've been talking about bullying, and Jeannie just gave us several signs from the, what was the website, the, the U.S. Gov website? Well, My computer
1: has... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you catch uh, yeah, me. I don't know I why know. my computer I know. died, I know. but stopbullying.gov, I think. Right, I think I that's, that's what it was. What right? it was.
0: But just several uh, different um, things and signs you can look for. uh which doesn't mean your child's been bullied. It doesn't mean your child's being bullied. But these are, are things that um, could be a telltale sign. So you can definitely, um, if you didn't capture that, this show, remember, is always on SoundCloud. You can always listen to these shows multiple times. Uh, they're also, Jeannie was just saying, on iHeart.
1: Yes, I listen on iHeart. It it actually has a better, I can pick it up faster than I can really? just on the website, the, the Biz 1190 website. So. Oh,
0: great. If you're just not coming back or just not coming in with us, please go back and look at some of those signs, or go to the website. Stop bullying. You can listen to
1: us if you are in China. Come on, man! I Heart Radio in China. Come on. Or on the web. So we
0: have people around the world right now. I can, I can, I feel this international
1: kick. Yeah. All right. We're wasting time. <laughs> I know it. Let's get back to <laughs> right. talking about bullying. So one of the
0: things we want to talk about, uh, how do you talk to your child about bullying? How do you, is, is, if you're seeing some signs or, and I don't think you have to be, uh, wait till you see signs. Let's be proactive about this. Let's start the conversation. Uh, yeah. Uh, what what to look for, how to respond. And and, I, and it's funny because one of the things that we talked about was how the a lot of this correlates to regardless of whether you're a child or you're 45 years old and you're getting bullied at your job. But we're going to hit on that, the right. adult part of it, on another right. show. But as far as with, with your child, I think one of the first things um, that's so important is to remind your child that whatever they're is being dished to them or whatever they're experiencing, not to take it personal. That individual, that, that bullying that they're, they're feeling, it's going to feel very personal, but they're going through something.
1: Right. Well, and I think this is a great way to teach them a boundary about the concept of boundaries. Because most children, I mean, the way our brains are developing, we're the most naturally narcissistic around three to four years old. It's all like I am discovering the me in the world. And so as I am growing and developing as a child, especially if I'm, you know, eight, I mean, they can begin to learn the difference between me, like what I think and what you're saying. And that like, there's a lot of change and development that, that happens, but you can start teaching them boundaries and say, baby, what, what comes out of that boy or that girl's mouth or whatever they decide to say or do, they're talking about themselves. They're reflecting who they are inside and they're just using you as the projector, as the, as Mm -hmm. the blackboard. And so they're projecting who they are onto you. They feel bad about themselves, and so they're saying that about you. And so teaching your children and and you know I I would love I'm not try, I'm not trying to get political, but I would love to talk to somebody at the U.S. government about adding in education, just basic education on coping skills. Right. You know, DBT.
0: I was going to say dialectical behavior therapy. That's
1: yeah, uh, DBT. Um, boundaries how to say yes you know how, ways to build their self-esteem and I know we have little programs but I mean it needs to be like a human course like this is how you s- survival course on
0: elementary hum- school oh, and there, oh, yeah. there are some school systems that have sort of implementing DBT skills mindfulness um and and they're brilliant I, I agree and that's something that they're should be running me the out of a
1: job and I am happy about that. Because when it, it, I when I don't have anything else to do, if nobody else has problems, I'm going to go make jewelry at the beach.
0: Okay, sadly that won't be the case. Uh, but you can go ahead and start making the jewelry though. Yeah, because we all are going to be continue to deal with this. And and but it would be so beneficial to our entire society if, as children, we could learn some of these some of these primary skills, um, coping as you said, coping skills. And that that's the big part of bullying. What so when this child. I think you said something earlier. I, I definitely want to make sure we. Throw, I don't forget. Yeah. But how about the family? Right. The, mm-hmm. the shaming. The shaming part. Yeah. You know, ensuring that. So if your child is coming home, let's say that they do confide in you, they do tell you that they're they're being bullied. What is your response? What does it look like? And and I'm I'm from Alabama, and you know I grew up in it with, with that I mindset. i you. You better not. I'm proud to be from Bama. I'm a Bama boy.
1: Of course, I'm from Arkansas. What can I
0: say? Yeah, I'm a. I won't hold that against you. (laughs) But I grew up in in an environment where it was like, uh, he hit you, you hit him back. Uh, You know, I I had uncles that would would jump on me if I didn't jump on somebody else, you know. And so it's, it's, that obviously is not the proper mindset. But if we we shame them to thinking that it's on them, you're being bullied because you're weak. You're being bullied because you didn't do what you should have done. And so to, to make sure that we aren't continuing the cycle is one thing right? Um, because as we were saying earlier, children don't have the ability to separate what's happening at home from what's happening at school. The yeah. way we do sometimes with we, we don't take work home or we don't take home to work. Um, it's all one continual cycle for them a lot of times.
1: Right, right. Re- Yet, yeah. And, and so what we were saying before is you, I mean, and we're always going to say the example begins at home. And so, um, recovery from trauma, um, a hundred percent depends on how parents respond. And so whatever you're teaching them at home. And so if you have, if there is shaming going on at home, if you're shaming them or if, if your husband is shaming you or vice versa, then children are going to learn that that's just part of life. And if there's any domestic violence going on at home, if there's, um, Teasing that go like harsh teasing that goes on at home, um, rid, you know, ridicule, those kinds of things. Children are going to learn that that is OK to do and to tolerate. And so really shifting those kinds of behaviors at home, those ideas, those ideals. And if you don't know, if you don't know that you're doing it, then you can't stop it. So ask somebody. Do you ever feel bad when I talk to you about this or how I talk to you?
0: And I, I think it's important to be observant. Let's 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 be observant uh, to to body language, observant to behaviors, observant to because um, you know, we've all heard the term "hurt people hurt." Um, hurt people hurt people. Right, right. Hurt people hurt people.
1: And, and hurt people hurt.
0: That's, yeah, you're yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm just confused now. I don't, I don't even know. It's both. <laughs> but that's that, to, to be able to be observant, to recognize what's going on in the family and who is hurt, and let's get to the root of that. Uh, right. I think um, this, we talked about them being able to recognize, to not take it personal. Yeah. So where, where else can we go with that?
1: Well, okay. So Well, actually, the, the other thing I was thinking of is how to help your child. If they're bullying, if they're, if you feel like they're being bullied. In fact, I just uh, remember a story that a new story that came out that a a little girl was being bullied. I think she was young, like 12 years old and she killed herself. And so the parents are going after the school system because the school system knew about it. And then the parents are also going after the family. And so, um, you know, you can be held liable if your child is bullying Um, And if your child is being bullied, I think one of the things, like if we go back to being loved and feeling safe, so what a parent needs to do is show their child that they are worth protecting and looking at your child and believing your child and listening to your child. And so that right there is going to give them a sense of value and worth. And if you if you respond correctly the first time, chances are good. They're going to come back to you and tell you other stuff. So you earn the privilege of hearing this kind of stuff and they're going to feel that worth. They're going to feel that value because you sit them down and you listen to them and you say, you know what, I'm going to call your school. I'm going to talk to your teacher. I'm going to talk to whoever I need to talk to. We'll go talk to the parents Oh no no no! You know they they want to protect themselves at school, but the deal is, it doesn't matter if they don't want you to. You are the parent. You are the one that is responsible for that child and what happens to your child.
0: And it's a it, it's creating that. What you just said, feeling loved. I I love you, and I will protect you. So um, that's the safety, the security, as as well with the loving. Um, and that doesn't mean go down uh, to the school with in your rollers and and bathrobe and and bring the hammer. I mean, uh, don't, don't, uh, balance, balance your robe and your yeah right <laughs> that, right that, right, that right. happens
1: in like, Alabama come on,
0: <laughs> right right no nobody wants like whose mama is that like
1: oh lord that would be awful no 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 and you want like and even if you need to take someone else with you I think that's important um, okay unfortunately we're going to have to stop. And we're going to go into our verse of the week.
0: This is is a topic that cannot be exhausted. So, (sighs) so I hope this gets right. Hope this gets gets started. I think we
1: actually need maybe next time to do a topic on bullying, uh, the bully, who is the bully? You know, like is your kid the bully? So, verse of the week, Proverbs twenty eleven. Even small children are known by their actions. So, is their conduct really pure? and upright so basically we can be known by what we do what we say remember what comes out of a person their thoughts their words their behavior their attitudes their actions is a reflection of what's in a person and so if it is painful to another human being then they are experiencing pain inside of themselves
0: hurt people hurt people
1: right and hurt Hurt people people hurt thank you guys We appreciate you.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Glad to have you back.
0: Glad to be back.
1: See ya.